Hello, this is the Three for Thursday podcast from FMI.online, and I'm your host, Chris Hewitt. Today's three is three things bank employees need to know. I'm joined today by Tom Glidden Rogers. The last time I saw him was at our friend's wedding where he was setting the dance floor alight. Um, and we had a conversation and I realised that he would be a great guest on this podcast. Um, Tom, how are you? Thanks for joining us on this week's podcast. Yeah, thanks, Chris. And yeah, thanks for the compliment about my uh, my dancing skills. But uh, yeah, I'm all good. Uh, it's great to be here. I've got no video evidence to share, but I, I can definitely recall. Um, so, Tom, I said you'd be a really good guest on the podcast. Maybe we can start by hearing from you uh, about your experience working at a bank and a bit about what you do now, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so uh, I'm an internal communications professional. Uh, for those who don't know what internal communications is, it's the function that's responsible for uh, communications uh, amongst the uh, the internal participants of an organisation. So I, uh, I worked at Barclays uh, as the assistant vice president for internal communications within consumer banking and payments. And from being um, inside of some of these uh, big companies and organisations in the UK, um, I realised that there's a, there's a need for employees to be more engaged and um, and be more informed uh, and connect employees um, it just generally. So I started an internal communications agency uh, called Communiculture, which is uh, which is where we help businesses uh, connect their employees to really embed their culture. Okay, so in your current role, um, are, are banks the sole um, clients or do you have other institutions as your your target audience? Uh, we work with um, a variety of organizations. Um, I guess the best thing about it is is that we can help um, you know many businesses communicate because it's not industry specific um, but yeah I, I do have experience uh, working uh, with financial institutions so um, so yeah I definitely can help you out with three things that uh, bank employees need to know. Okay, so ho hopefully our audience can see why I said that you'd be the perfect guest. You, you did work at a bank um, and you've worked or you're working with banks now. So it'd be good to hear from you on three things that bank employees need to know. So let's start with your first thing that, that a bank employee needs to know. Uh, I think number one is uh, is company knowledge. So, um, you know, the, the first thing for me is that, you know, an employee should know uh, the company that they work for inside out. You know, this is from the latest news on the products and partnerships, uh, even to, you know, who's recently been promoted in the leadership team. So, um, you know, if you're, if you're a bank employee, whether you're speaking to customers, colleagues or shareholders, if you've got an extensive knowledge of the company, it instantly makes you a more trusted advisor and uh, somebody who can be relied upon. Um, studies have shown that more informed employees outperform their peers by up to 77%. So, um, you know, that all starts with what you know uh, about the business, really. So, um, you know, we, we help companies ensure that employees are always informed. But just because you aren't employed yet doesn't mean that you can't inform yourself. So, um, so if you go into an interview, um, you'll be surprised at how much information is publicly available. So, um, so yeah, get, get started with doing your research. Say. Yeah, it's true. It's surprising actually just how much information there is out there for whether it's a new joiner, someone going for an interview. Um, how aware in your experience do you think 
interviewees, new joiners are about the, the amount of information that's out there? Um, I think it's it's difficult because a lot of employees and, and also those who are going to interviews, they'll have a look on the company website, they'll maybe check out a few of the latest news articles, but there's um, you know, there's so much more um available. There's a lot of there's a lot of sites that you can go to to access this information. Um, you can read the company's annual reports, you can also speak to people, you know. Um LinkedIn's a great tool. Um, you can look at reviews of the company and there's just a, a real plethora of information out there that you can access. And I'd, um, I'd say that often it's not taken uh, it's not taken up on that opportunity as much as it could be. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, anyone that works with me knows what a big advocate of LinkedIn I am. Um, I'm sure you and I will be sharing this podcast on our, on our LinkedIn profiles, but I just think using all the different um Kind of tools or platforms whether it's linkedin that the company website um there are so many that are available um and, and hopefully uh as a result of this podcast from listening to you they'll, they'll be a bit more aware of those so company information was your first uh thing that bank employees need to know what would be your second thing uh, my second would be the uh, the bank strategy and um and the role that you would play as an individual so i think that um the, the the strategy being a you know a long term plan that the company creates to to reach its desired state and you know that includes the the goals and the objectives um, and also the types of products and services and um, you know the customers that they they want to offer those services to I think it's important that employees understand the role that they play um, to be effective in their in their day to day responsibilities so. Um, if you kind of take a step back and and see the the bigger picture of what the company is trying to do, um, you can understand how you can really contribute towards that. And I think at the banks, especially, that's what does separate those high performers. Um, we work with line managers to kind of embed this way of thinking into their teams and um, and get long term results. And and it really does make a difference. And I think that a good place to start, as I mentioned earlier, is looking at um, a company's annual report, their corporate website, and um, and see if you can start conversations with senior stakeholders within the business. Because if you can come to an interview, being able to demonstrate that wider understanding of the role that you'll play, um, the, the interviewer is going to know that if you're successful, you can hit the ground running and, you know, they don't have to spend the time um, to make you aware of the, the wider picture that you kind of fit into yeah we i mean we we discussed this at the wedding actually i can recall that, that um some of our target audience if you like is similar um so we, we will train interns and graduates and as part of that that induction strategy will form part of the training how how much do you think that that kind of new joiner the intern the graduate how much do you think that they would think strategy is relevant to them do you think on occasion, they may think strategy is so far above them that it's not significant. What do you think about that? Um, I, I think it depends what what your personal goals are when when you join the business. And hopefully, you know, if you're if you're a graduate, especially you're somebody who's going to be looking to um, to to stay within the business um, for a long period of time. Maybe you see yourself there in the future. And I think that this this way of thinking, um, the sooner you can start, the better because. Um, the the leadership teams want to uh, to pick out their future leaders, and I think that if yeah. you're somebody who can demonstrate that from day one, then you're putting yourself in a really good position to um, to be kind of noticed out of hundreds of people. 
um, when the competition is really fierce out there to um, to put yourself ahead of your peers. Yeah, absolutely love that one. So number two is strategy. And what is your third and final thing that you think bank employees need to know? Uh, for number three, Chris, I'm going to go for practical knowledge. So I think that, you know, banking, it's a, it's a really fast paced industry, you know, as are many others out there. And changes happen every day. And, and it's really important that employees are up to date with the latest practical knowledge that they can use in their roles. And just because, you know, you learned something last year or the year before, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's still relevant. And I think that to be successful in this industry, you need to be constantly aware of this ever-changing environment and really have the ability to apply these changes in your roles. So one of the the biggest problems that that companies have um, is that they they can't keep their employees up to date regularly with this knowledge, and um, a lot of the work that we do um, through Communiculture, we use knowledge bases, line management cascades, and a mixture of other channels that are all based on you know research of how employees do want to internalize this information. And I think that um, a, a fantastic place for for potential graduates or even graduates to start learning. Um, it is definitely through FMI. I think that the the clear pathways that you guys have got are really structured to bridge that gap between the theory and the practical knowledge. And I think that there's a lot out there that employees can can learn from their peers, and they can also learn from um, just generally learning more about the company um, to be able to apply this knowledge. I think that um, you know speak to people. Um, upskill yourself and, and definitely see how you can apply that in your roles and have conversations with your peers and your line manager to, to see how this is relevant because a lot of the time you'd be surprised some people they don't stay as up to date as they should and I think that um, that with uh, with all the governance and legislation that's in place in, in, in such a tight knit industry it's, uh, it's really important that you're ahead of the game with this one. Yeah um, obviously you've been within communications as, as, as your role for a number of years now. In this day and age with, after COVID, with so many different sources of information and data, um, what advice would you give uh, an individual on trying to kind of manage that kind of just sheer amount and sheer wealth of information coming in? Any, any tips you'd give them for, kind of, as an individual managing that? Yeah, but I think first of all, definitely, um, don't spread yourself too thin. Go for sources that are credible. Um, you know, don't. You, the last thing you want to do is look at something that isn't factual. So, um, so yeah, have your have your few knowledge bases that you would go to. Um, you know, it's, it's also preference. You know, if you're somebody who enjoys reading, um, you know, there are a lot of written knowledge bases out there. But you know, sometimes other people prefer a practical session or watching a video, and you know, find what works for you. And then um, set time aside each week to make sure that you do dedicate, um, you know, whether it's a, an hour, two hours, three hours to um, to just making sure that you are up to date. It doesn't need to be a task that you do every day, but um, but definitely at least once a week. I'd set some time aside for that. Excellent. Well, thank you ever so much. Some really good advice. And, and I think a, a really interesting and slightly different uh, podcast this week. So thank you ever so much, Tom, for joining us. No, you're welcome. No, it's been good. Thanks, Chris. Uh, and as I say, there are, there are no, there's no video evidence of the dance move at the, at the wedding. But <laughs> if anyone listens to the podcast and has any evidence, please feel free to share. Um, and thank you to our listeners. 
As always, you can continue to support us by rating, reviewing, and subscribing to our Three for Thursday podcast on Spotify and Apple. Finally, you can have a look at our courses and resources at fmi.online. See you next Thursday.